Welcome, friends, to the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We're so happy that you've joined us today, and we have some exciting news that we can't wait to tell you about. This weekend, we are together in person again for the first time in more than two years. We could not be more excited for our Rev on the Road Freedom Party to be back on the road in San Antonio, Texas. And the best news is there's a live stream option too. Rev on the Road is a two-day wellness event for your mind, body, and spirit where you will find contagious joy and newfound freedom. You'll experience the good news of the gospel through worship, Bible study, and cutting-edge fitness that meets you exactly where you're at. Rev on the Road is for every body, shape, and size at every fitness level. We promise there is a place for you. You can join us this weekend in person in San Antonio if you're anywhere nearby for just $20. Or if you just want to join the Freedom Party and catch some contagious joy, you can join us via the live stream for any donation amount. We're so excited to be back on the road, and we have locations all over the country this year scheduled from Oregon to Mississippi. We would love to see you in person at one of these events. You can get all the details on our website and sign up today for Rev on the Road. The link is in the show notes to sign up. And now, on to today's Revving the Word episode. We love to share these with you. We love to see how you use them. And we can't wait to see you soon in all of the places. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, take a deep breath. Inhale through your nose. Exhale out your mouth. If your nose happens to be stuffy, don't sweat it. Just breathe. Breathe through your mouth if you have to. But if it is stuffy, I pray it's just a little head cold and you're not ignoring the signs that your body needs some rest. Take in your environment. Look around. Feel your feet in your shoes. Do a quick upright body scan. And if you find any tension, any heavy places, places that feel kind of solid or stagnant, shake them out a bit and direct your breath into those places. Tell your body to soften, to loosen up. Lift the corners of your mouth because this is a get to. This is a get-to. God, we're grateful. Thank you that we are here thinking, feeling, even a little bit of discomfort right now, God, but we know there's a payoff in it. And Lord, we pray you would take this time, transcend it, transcend us, Lord, with more than a workout. 
work out of us, God. The things that keep us from you and from one another. Sin, the effects of our rebellion, God. And we confess we are easy to rebel. <laughs> the works of our flesh are very loud. But thank God for your spirit. So Holy Spirit, use this time to rewire and redesign our brain according to God's perfect will for our life. In Jesus' name, amen. So listen, if this is your first time with me or revving the word, I'm Elisa Keaton, founder of a ministry called Revelation Wellness. Please check us out. Come to our website. All kinds of offerings that are free. We just want to train you. We want to raise up healthy disciples who make healthy disciples. And it has nothing, well, little to do <laughs> with the health of your body. Everything to do with the shape of your heart. We train your heart. We firmly believe your body, it's going to feel like it comes home to you, belongs to you, is for you. You are a whole person. That Christ died for the whole you. I've heard the saying that our wholeness requires our whole mess. <laughs> Bring it all. And now think in line with possibilities, less on problems. You're doing that. When you work out, that's what happens. You're engaging the tension, stress in your body <sighs> so that blood flow helps move things out of your amygdala and your limbic brain, your fight, flight, freeze, your sympathetic nervous system. So you can get up to some reasoning in your brain. That's all we're doing here. Tons of neuroscience about what exercise does for you. But we're going to transcend that because we're not here just for physical gain, but to change the godliness. So today, and probably another couple episodes, you guys know I, I don't like surface flyby teaching. I want to, we want a sweaty Bible study that spends some time. Quality over quantity. I want a quality teaching today on a topic we all need remembrance for. Community. Community, how are you doing with other people? I bet kind of challenging. We, it's just not the same, amen? Everything, it feels like COVID has blown up every box. We had night, nightly, night, nicely and neatly organized. These are our friends, these are our work friends, these are our church friends, these are different environments of community. And I wanna just say, let's believe we're in a time that is a gift because something new can begin. A community of God. I believe that, I believe God is, you know, he doesn't need a lot of people needs the right people, those who will follow him, follow me. 
It's a very physical, emotionally and intellectually taxing thing. Follow me. You'll lose your life and you'll gain your life. And I get this from, I felt like the Holy Spirit was nudging me to say, you got to talk about this. We need to talk about this. From Joshua chapter 14. When the Israelites spied out the promised land at the very beginning, when they were coming out of Egypt, they sent 12 tribes to spy out the land. And only Joshua and Caleb were the tribes that said, hey, we can take this land filled with giant enemies because God says so. They believed in the God who just split the waters open. But the other 10 tribes didn't. With fear and trembling, they said, no, it's too big. We can't go. And so God delays the inheritance by 40 years until that generation of unbelieving people who just saw the sea crack open until they died off in their unbelief. So here we are 40 years later. It's actually 45 years later. And Caleb is handing out the land handing out the land to the people, the inheritance, and I'm sorry, Joshua's handing it out. And finally, Caleb gets his land. Caleb. And it says in verse 13 of Joshua 14, then Joshua blessed him, being Caleb, and gave him Hebron to Caleb, and gave him, or Hebron, the word Hebron, guys, Hebron, (laughs) I looked it up. I'm like, I wonder what the land that Joshua got or that Caleb got. What does that mean? Josh, sorry. Caleb received the land of community. The land of alliance. That says something. It was in Joshua's faith or Caleb's faith that he's receiving abundantly more. Think about it. Caleb had to go into the wilderness with these people, these people, that stalled out his inheritance. They were in the way. They were a stiff-necked and rebellious people. Every time they flubbed up in the wilderness, Caleb must have been like, come on, you guys. We should be in that you guys took it from me. But we never hear of Caleb's complaining. He stayed faithful. 40 years, Caleb. Just hang on. Wait. (laughs) Hey, as you're in your body... Today, it's all just get in your body and move. We will have two options, two songs, where you're gonna stir it up a bit. You'll be invited to stir it up. You don't have to, but just notice your breathing right now. I want you to think about your the community of your body. 12 various systems of your body from your pulmonary, cardiovascular, neurological, nervous system, endocrine, 
They're all firing up right now. They're all working together. There is not one system in your body that is like, nah, I'm gonna sit this out. As you do this, the wholeness of you, of who you are designed to be, it's working together. Your foot is not sitting over on the curb. Nope. Your whole body is going this direction. All right. So let me drop the pin. How you doing on community? Well, let me share from an article. It says, the lack of social cohesion prolongs people's sense of crisis. So if you're feeling alone, it prolongs that feeling, right? What you look for, you find, and what you feel expands. All right, guys. In a study of Israelis who survived years of bombing, they found that those who fare well did so in part because they had a strong sense of community. Increase your pace. Just a little bit. Listen, I want you to be able to hold this increase for the length of this song, which is three minutes. So you're not on a scale of one to 10, you're not gonna be a 10, you're not gonna be a maybe a nine, depending how often you've been moving. So you have to focus. A sense of community. You are not alone. You are not alone. Lean into that. Keep thinking quick feet, but full lungs. Quick feet, full lungs. If you're lifting weights, do it with more of you. Come on. Come on. All of you for all of God. Community starts right there. All. He does not hold back himself from you guys. Because it's not good for you to be alone. He said it himself. And all the things he called good when he created. He stepped back and calls everything good in Genesis 1 and 2. But only one thing is not good. Alone. One minute. Lift the corners of your mouth. Let it be a get-to. And as I'm going to go quiet, I want you to mentally construct with the partnership of the Holy Spirit, you in community with other people 
whenever I think of that, I think of exactly what we're doing. Singing, dancing, talking, and sharing. Come on, relax your shoulders 10 seconds. You did a good job there. Well done. Four, three, two, and one. You can slide back a little bit. Make it fun. Come on. You know what a community is? It is enjoyable and it's challenging. Can I get an amen? It is. So I want to come today because I feel like some of you have, you have sailed the ship on ever having a sense of belonging again. Well, in Jesus' name, wake up. See, I'm doing a new thing, he says. A new community, a newness. This is an article in Genetic Engineering says that the health burden of loneliness is pervasive and associated with morbidity, hypertension, and an immune system dysfunction, as well as the risk of suicide. Lonely people are typically more prone to major psychiatric disorders and cognitive decline and have an increased risk of dementia. A sense of loneliness has also been associated with health risks that are equivalent to or exceed that of obesity or smoking 15 cigarettes, cigarettes daily. Everyone, spit that thing out of your mouth. Come on. Some of you have been chain smoking on the thought of how alone you are. Spit it out of your mouth. Okay, now one more. I'm front loading you with things to be thinking about so you're aware of and you can't say, well, I didn't know that. Now you know. What happens to our brain when we are in a state of loneliness? Literally. Well, a study from McGill University says that the default network of lonely people are strongly wired together and they have a higher presence of gray matter volume in that area. What is the default network? It's involved in functions such as how you remember the past and envision the future, or think about a hypothetical present. The default network is known to be implicated in mental representations of oneself across time and space including 
including the reconstruction of one's personal past, prospecting and planning about a future. So what this is saying, this study suggests that people who feel lonely spends lots of time using the part of their brain connected to the imagination and memories of the past or hopes for the future. And that fills their social void. They are in the company of sad self and they keep growing that part of their brain and so they stay there. They feel lonely, but paralyzed to do anything about it. A lonely person is like an able-bodied person who sits in a wheelchair on the sidelines, wishing they could play, but because things aren't like they once were or they want to be, they stay in the chair. They're an able-bodied person who sits and thinks of the past. Accelerate. Pull back. Come on. Next time we accelerate, you guys, I want you to wake up. Shake yourself out of that default thinking mode. Ruminating and reminiscing on what was. See, he's doing a new thing. Reconstruct, redesign. This is our time. You ever watch those before and afters where people renovate their homes? And you're like, man, that must be nice. I wish somebody could pay for me to do that. Well, the whole world is paying right now for us to redesign what it means to belong to God and to others. Accelerate. Come on, Caleb spent 40 years with people that didn't get it, but he didn't lose it. He kept his promises. Like Abraham, no unbelief made him waver concerning the promises of God. He could have stood around and blamed these losers, but he kept his posture. He's a fighting man who will have what God said is his. Then Joshua blessed him and gave him Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, for an inheritance. I'm going to back it up to verse 6 in Joshua 14, 6. This is Caleb talking to Joshua. Accelerate. He says to Joshua, You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, concerning me. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me to spy out the land. And I brought him word 
again as it was in my heart. But my brothers who went up with me made the heart of the people melt. Yet I wholly followed the Lord my God. Come on, guys. Be here. You are not kicked to the curb. Wake up. Move out of your default mode. Your default mode, it literally is that word. It's just the thoughts you fall back on. What you've always done and thought is what you do. And gray matter is like muscle tissue of the brain. The more your brain has gray matter in certain parts, it's like that part of the brain is developed strong and big. Like having big thighs, larger thighs or biceps because you've worked it out. Wake up. Come on. Verse 10, Joshua says, And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive, just as he said these 45 years since the time that the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel walked in the wilderness. And now, behold, I am this day 85 years old. But listen to what he says. I love this. I am as strong today as I was in the day that Moses sent me. My strength now is as my strength was then. You guys, faith. Not only does it persevere, a persevering faith preserves us. Think again. You were not made to be alone. All right. So what is the definition of community? And let's look at this definition and we can see why it's so hard for us today. Well, first off, it's a unified body of individuals. Well, let's hard stop right there. There it is. That is the hard <laughs> that is, that's the, the health issue that's causing all the symptoms. A unified body of individuals. We are not unified. We're not unified as a people. Even God's people are not unified. So much chaos and division because of sin. Wickedness in our hearts. We're in the wilderness, friends. But you're not alone. There are more with you that are wanting to unify, to follow Christ. I've told you right now, when you follow, you're doing it all. There is nothing left behind. One thought of quitting, and you can quit. Right now, you're not quitting. You're like, this isn't so bad. It's challenging. But I'm breathing. I'm doing it. I didn't let my doubts about being able to do it stop me from trying. And so you got up today and you started moving. And I am convinced that a move of God comes upon the people who are willing to move with God. Because movement with God, not just for movement's sake, not just look at how great I am, look at how God gives me everything I want. No, 
I'm following him down the narrow road where few travel. So there, it's impossible. Because of sin, a unified world, it's impossible. Come on. But man, everyone's trying for it. Without God, the one who made us and said, let us make in man's image. Without him, we have no chance at unity. But there remains a remnant of people who are willing to follow him. So community is a unified body of individuals. People with a common interest living in a particular area. This expands upon community. It starts and stops at a unified body of individuals, but it can look like people with common interests who live in a particular area, right? COVID has kind of blown up those boxes. Came in and said, you can't leave the area of your home now. And then when you do leave the area of your home, we need to keep your proximity to others within this bubble. It just slowly did a trick on our brains. So come on, Lord, we offer you our brains right now. Come on in. We've got some residual effects that are keeping us from you and one another. Come and heal us, God. We are interested in you. And we know that you will not let this last forever. That you are <laughs> perfectly creating a plan and we will be ready to move. Community can be a unified body of individuals with common characteristics. This is like race. It's beautiful. We, we should see celebration of the commonalities within our designs and an inclusion so that we remain unified. This is like when Paul talks about in the book of Romans, we are one body with many parts one body many cultures one body with many characteristics but we want to be living together a unified body of individuals which is a community can also be based on professional interests you want to know what mine is god what's yours What's your main thing? Come on. My daughter asked me last night, sitting around the table, she asked my husband and I a question for her homework. What motivates you guys? What gets you out of bed in the morning? And the first thing that came to my mind, which feels true for me, I said to her, hurting people. <laughs> 
hurting people. <laughs> My husband had to clarify, not beating people over the head and hurting them, hurting, no. I'm, I can't sit on the sidelines while people are hurting. I gotta get in there. <laughs> and so God has set me up because I see problems, but I will not default network myself into reminiscing of what the past was or thinking about a future and only doing that. I will act. I will get up and I will go. And so even in this time of we're all zoomed out, I'll zoom again. Create another podcast, whatever it is, I'm doing it. What gets you out of bed? My husband said, and don't judge him. <laughs> he said, winning. <laughs> winning. Come on. In other words, there's an enemy against goodness, and you're going to win. Come on. That's holy. What's yours? What gets you out of bed? Because that will lift you up. You will rise up. But it has to be under the desires of the Lord. Because my wanting to help others without Christ will hurt others. My husband wanting to win without God ruling his heart he might make an empire for himself, but he will gain the world and lose his soul and he knows it. He knows that you take none of it with you. But he doesn't want to leave any on the table as an inheritance for those who will come behind him. He's a Caleb. Hey, wait a minute. The Lord said we could take this. Let's take it. So we're patient and we're kind because that's what love does. A unified body of individuals. Listen, we're happy to be your community. Here we are, here we are. I promise you, here's what I can tell you. We are not the popular table in the cafeteria. We will never be. I'm okay with that. We will not find ourselves writing ourselves into the scripts of the world. We have a different charge, and that is to increase good on the earth at all costs. Goodness does not need popularity. But what goodness does is it creates influence and the woe to us with influence. Be careful. 
keep your mind set on things of God, not on the things of man. Otherwise, you will be rebuked like Peter. Get behind me. You're in my way. God is doing something. Get out of his way. And I have this picture in my mind right now. Whenever a king would enter into a city, they would throw a procession. The king enters in and people throw petals of flowers up into the air so that as the horses come by, crush the flowers so that a fragrance is released in the city. A beautiful aroma. Whew. We need a beautiful aroma. We need some rose throwers. Throw the roses. Because even if you cannot be with others, be with God, the community of God. You start community with the community of God. Listen, God is completely fulfilled within himself. He has no need to manipulate or be manipulated for his needs. He is completely full and satisfied in himself. This is where community goes wrong. Community based on man and not on God you will find manipulation show up. And that's where hurt happens. And that's where people go, forget it, I'm out. And they find communities of feel good pleasure because they've been hurt. God has no need to manipulate us. Oh, I could talk more about this. I'm gonna teach more about this. When you hear this, podcast come out come on a Tuesday every Tuesday at 10 a.m. I do a Facebook live and I often back up whatever we're talking about in the podcast so where do you start with community start with the community of God he does not need anything of you but he wants you do the be still and be loved guys practices that put you in his presence and get you out of your reminiscing of your dreaming about the future without acting. The default mode network of our brain is literally like a little prison. If it's not made of a good environment, good materials, it's a prison. Base your default, make your default thinking be based on who God is and what he has done, not the life you've once had, so right now in Jesus' name, I speak to the default mode network of each individual here who feels lonely, who feels stuck, who's just wanting things the way they were. Holy Spirit, make a move. When lonely, think God. Think God. Commune with Him. Spend time with Him. Walk and talk. Take your overly focusing on the past and your hope or fear for the future to God. Walk and talk with Him. But remember, 
Talking with someone allows for the other to talk. Don't just drone on and on about what used to be. Think God. Think about a future with him and with others. What you think about, you bring to life. Although Caleb saw enemies, his eyes for who the Lord is and what what they could do as a people was stronger than his fears. So Caleb inherits a land of what he believed in. Caleb inherits a land of what he believed in, the power of community. For surely we can take them. We say that, God. Let's say it together. For surely we can take them. We will make the aroma of Christ so intoxicating and fills the earth that he will lead a host of captives in his train as Christ enters the earth more through us and gathers up those who are called according to his purposes. Be the body of Christ. Thank you, God. We thank you for this time. We thank you for your word. Take this teaching, God. Break through to us. Help us to get a new vision, a fresh vision for what community looks like in this time now. Not what was or what will be, but what is right here today under our nose. For surely we can. In Jesus' name, amen.